All right, welcome to another BS sessions, and we got a lot of fucking BS to talk about today. But uh, let me let me say something before we get into the show. The guy who killed 19 people in Texas, fuck you. I'm glad you're dead. All right. I'm not getting into politics, but fuck that guy. This has been a lot of, this has been a fucking bad week for deaths, man. <laughs> yes, it has, man. Totally. Yeah. I'm just going to say that, man. Um, I was talking about at work. I said, I hope they killed him. And they did. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. That guy does not deserve to live, man, because... You get people in jail, they get out. They get out now because these people let them out. It doesn't matter. My yeah. my wife's brother's murderer got out of jail. He killed two people. They let him out on parole after 30 years. You know, he didn't get to live a life. What the fuck does he get to live his life? Yeah. Uvalde's only like 80 miles from where my kids are at. And it was, you know, it's not, it's just fucked up all the way around we all it's know insane that. both both sides of the pol- political spectrum could fuck off democrats republicans independents you guys all fucking suck and use this shit to fucking fucking pat yourself on the back because we're going to do something we're not going to do something i don't fucking care but let's get into um uh important the important shit not politics so i'm going to start off with uh alan white drummer of yes he passed today at 72 and I've seen that fucker twice live in concert, man. I used to have this this Yes video cassette live. They wore all these weird 80s clothes, which was fucking cool yeah. as fuck, I thought. And I just remember him just going, fucking guy could fucking kick ass. I wore that VHS out, man. That was a fucking great show. Freaking Trevor Rabin, Alan White. Rick and I just I, I just keep remembering freaking John Anderson when Alan White's doing a little drum fill and goes, Mr. Alan White, we're glad to be here for you tonight. <laughs> and forget it went into <laughs> I think it was it can happen. <laughs> I was like fucking and then he came out with a little drum thing on leave it. He goes, ah, and he's like and he's hitting that little little single drum. And then he goes back yeah. to the kit where it goes does a little drum fill and just goes back to the full kit it's fucking he was a great drummer and um i knew this well also he was on the plastic ono band oh yeah i was gonna that's what i was gonna say personally one of the biggest i'm not a huge yes fan they're all right but he played and a couple i know he played on uh insta karma played on imagine also yeah and the plastic ono band was revolving all the time but he also played on all things must pass Mm-hmm. with uh george harrison uh so uh just for that alone i have a lot of you know love for him there yeah that's great stuff i, I love both both said, of those works so it was just sad news to hear he said he got a call and and they said john lennon wants to come you come play on the plastic go to and he goes shut up you're fucking with me <laughs> you know something like that <laughs> he didn't believe it he thought it was a prank <laughs> so. yeah yeah, he had so much Man. respect for John. He didn't believe that John wanted him to be on his album, you know, and play with his band. That's fucking pretty cool, man. I love Alan White, dude. The guy was a beast on drums. Every like, yes, fans go between him and Bill Bruford. Him and Bill Bill Bruford was there, but Alan White played on my favorite yes albums. He played on Nine Hundred Two One Five. He played on Big Generator. He played on Talk. He played on other uh, like in the drama played on drama mm-hmm. with freaking uh fucking great fucking drummer dude 
So these are all my all yeah. my favorite Yes albums. I like Bill Burford. I saw the second time I saw Yes was with the both drummers, both keyboardists, both guitarists, Steve Howe, the Crypt Keeper. I call him the Crypt Keeper now. Steve Howe looks like yeah. the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> he was fucking amazing in the round. See, there's your picture with the soldier again. I guess when you're messing with your camera, it goes to that uh, profile picture. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Okay, uh, hit a button on accident. All right. Stop hitting the buttons Sorry, on accident. Yeah, no. And then, and then let's, let's, we have two more to talk about. We got Ray Liotta, great actor. What do you think about that guy? That one there, uh, no, I was a fan of his stuff big time. Everybody loves Goodfellas, I would have to say. I don't think there's many people that don't. Field of Dreams, fantastic film. Uh, probably a little lesser known spoke about one, but I love it. it was Copland. He was great yeah. in that film. With the, and uh, also Rocky with Stallone. Yeah, yeah and, and that was it was a great film because Stallone didn't really act the part. It was just an awesome movie. <clears throat> but I happen to also be I'm not as big of a gamer as I used to be, but I used to be really into video games. And he was the lead character, one of my favorite games of all time, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And that just goes to show he was a great multi, you know, versatile actor. That's voice acting. He was fantastic in the game as far as his voice acting. Uh, it, it really hit like a ton of bricks. Was, uh, was a, and he was in Blow as well. He was in a lot of great movies. Dude, the guy was everywhere. He was in a show with uh, Jennifer Lopez and Jennifer Lopez was like paying a tribute to him today. I guess everybody he worked with loved him. Yeah. It's like, uh, really I, never saw that sh- I never saw the show with Jennifer Lopez. I've been, I wanted to see it, but I didn't want to see it. So because I like Ray Liotta, but uh, he was also yeah. in a movie with, with Jennifer Love Huge Tits uh, called Heartbreakers with Sigourney Weaver, and I think, uh, what's the guy who played the original Lex Luthor? Uh, Hackman? Hackman, Gene Hackman. That was a funny, he yeah. had great comedic timing, dude. even in his dramatic films, that laugh. <laughs> that laugh he had. Man. Yeah. This fucking dude. Did, did, did they find out what he died of? They, he died of in his sleep, huh? So he didn't know he was going to die. Yeah, now it's you know it'll probably be a little while before they actually come out with it. Yeah, I would assume. Alan if we White find out. I knew Alan White was sick because they said in the press last week that he wasn't going to play on the the yes anniversary of Relayer. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess he was he was on. That's a great album. Me and uh, Lee did a did a thing. It's a three song album. Me and Lee did a review on a three song album on Freeform Rock Podcast. Man. It was pretty damn cool. Long yeah. ass songs though, man. <laughs> has to be, yeah, dude. But it's in different parts, so each it's like Rush Twenty One Twelve, where it's just different segments of the song. So it was pretty pretty laid out. Yeah. And then we get to this guy hit me kind of the worst of all the deaths today, Andrew Fletcher of Depeche Mode. That group is yeah. in my DNA, man. I play them on that metal station every fucking week. It's metal, but I play fucking. I don't fucking what people say. Depeche Mode is just as rock as fucking Iron Maiden or Metallica. They are a fucking rock and roll band. Fucking getting up there and playing keyboards to a vocalist. Three keyboardists around one vocalist, dude. And fucking the sound. They didn't use fucking samples. They fucking invented what they played. They were like a classical fucking band, dude. They didn't fucking go hip hop and just use all these fucking sounds. You know, and they they evolved to where they were using guitars 
They're using guitars, drums on stage, and reckon Martin Gore, dude, plays guitar and he plays drums and key and keyboards and sings too. Fucking mm-hmm. that that group has been on my bucket list for millions of years to see them live. I'm just so sad about Andy, dude. I didn't see that coming at all. He was the youngest of the three. He died at 60. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, a lot of people, they're mega. I love them too. And uh, just a big part of the sound of that group. Yeah, it was just like, come on, man. That was like, what, the third one that came out. It was just like, <laughs> comes in threes. A lot of times they say that. I don't know so. why the fuck it comes in threes. It's like, but there's lots of other people dying, but famous people come in threes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it was definitely a, you could do without that. Yeah, Depeche Mode rules, man. Everybody, I think deep down inside, everybody likes them. They may not it, admit it. Dave Gahan has fucking one of the best voices in, in rock. I'm saying they're rock. They ain't electronic. They are fucking rock. The sounds I made with those keyboards were fucking rock. I feel you. Fucking enjoy the silence. Fucking people are people. These songs are not aged badly at all. They sound relevant that could be done today. Freaking Johnny Cash did fucking um, like a personal Jesus by them. This group is just amazing. Great songwriters. Great fucking band. And I was thinking today because my friend said, well, they're done now. They're They're only a duo. And I said, well, what about fucking Wilder coming back, man? Wilder left because he felt unappreciated by the band. And he could bring in Vince Clark back, man. They could go out as a four-piece again and fucking bring Mm. the original Vince Clark left after the first album because he didn't like the direction the band was going. But that motherfucker was writing all the songs, so he was the one putting them in the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't know who Vince Clark is, he went on to form Yazoo. Do you know that band where they did move out? Don't bring me down. Move out. That was him. Mm. And he also did Erasure. You ever heard Chains of Love? Yeah. Yeah. Erasure is yeah. a big band too. Like if Vince Clark is a musical genius, that guy can write. If I, can, mm. I would like to see them go out and just do a tribute to uh, Andrew, man, because I told my friend death brings people together. You know, people die and they, they get back together. I don't know how long Vince Clark hasn't seen the other guys in Tepeche Mode or Wilder, but um, I would like to see them get back together and do some kind of concert because Dave Gahan still has it. So does Martin Gore. This yeah. band is just amazing live. And I've seen the videos. Like, and they did a killer version of Route 66 on a B-side. <laughs> Fucking amazing band. A lot of yeah. people have covered their songs. A lot of rock artists have covered them. It's just not Johnny Cash. Yeah, Manson. Manson. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, that violator rules. Violator rules, fucking playing the angel. Uh, And they just have great albums. uh, Songs of Love and Devotion with I Feel You. That guitar, they put it in a guitar, right? Yeah, Yeah, that one's cool. Dude, I got that one on vinyl. That fucking album rules. I need my, but my, my favorite albums, my favorite album by them is, um, and I was fucking playing it today. <laughs> fucking whiskey, dude. I drank half a glass and I'm like already losing my memory. Fucking uh, music for the masses. <laughs> it's fucking strange yeah. love, strange eyes and strange love. Yeah. Strange love. Yeah. The best mode is good. Good shit, man. 
don't care what yeah. anybody says. Behind the wheel, fucking rules. Fucking they they play they put. I don't know if they use guitar sounds on their keyboards back then because some of the shit I was listening to today sounds like they were playing guitar back then in the studio. Because Martin Gore yeah. could play everything. That guy's just amazing. I thought. No offense to the to the gay community. I thought they were all gay, even Vince Clark. They're all married with wives and kids. <laughs> so uh, none of them were gay. I especially thought Martin Gore was with that blonde hair and the freaking shit he was wearing. <laughs> like the it looked like Rob Halford kind of shit sometimes, you know. But no, they're all they're all straight. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that surprised me, man. But it's been a sad day, man. It's not like Eddie Van Halen passing, but Andrew, if it was Andrew Fletcher, was just a great guy, man. They even said he's a guy you could tell you funny stories and go out and have a pint with, you know? Yeah. yeah Pet Shop Boys, a rough day. Pet Shop Boys totally. even wrote a eulogy to him, man. Yeah. You know who the Pet Shop yeah. Boys are? Of course I do. You like the Pet Shop Boys? You don't like West End girls, opportunities. Uh, what did I done? To uh, yeah. this? Come on. It's okay. What have it's I right. what have I what have I done to the surface? I always Where think you... the Sam Kennison joke. What's that? He knows why they're called the Pet Shot Boys, because he always paralleled it to Richard Gere. So <laughs> Well those those, <laughs> those those two are gay. So, uh, <laughs> Depeche Mode wasn't. There's nothing but, wrong with that. Ladies, there's nothing know? wrong with it. I Absolutely love their nothing music. wrong with it. I had actually by the Pet Shop Boys when that first came out with West End Girls. Dude, I'm all over the place as a kid. I had fucking Night Ranger, Foreigner, Pet Shop Boys, The Cure, Susie and the Banshees. I, 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 it's like I don't know if you know Bill Wang's musical taste, but the dude loves Depeche Mode also, and The Cure. Yeah. You know, he's like Ian Wadley Wadzilla, man. Fucking amazing. Fucking, I, I love people with, with broad musical taste. I know Dr. Fuck hates The Cure, but that that's on him. <laughs> you know, that guy. No, I, I like The Cure. Uh, Pet Shop Boys are a little okay. <laughs> I can't, I don't know. They were all right to me, but yeah. uh, they weren't as good as Depeche Mode. Oh, no, no, no. Anyway. No, no, not even not close. Even close. Not even but, close. Uh, I got. I I stopped listening to Pet Shop uh, Boys after the third album, and I kept listening to Pesh Mode every album they came out. I got yeah. their last five, and uh, I fucking love. I love the Delta Machine, their last album they released. Fucking, I fucking. Why did I fucking miss them, man? This is people, people. I'm gonna tell you if there's a band you love and they're getting old, long in the tooth. Go fucking see them, or it's gonna be like Tom Petty. I did see Tom Petty sometimes, but I wanted to see him on the fucking last tour at the Hollywood Bowl. Guess what? He died the next week. And then we fucking had Rush with Neil Peart. I did see him on Clockwork Angels, but I couldn't get into R40 at the forum. And that fucking kills me. I do have the Blu-ray, but it fucking kills me, man. Go see those bands, man. Except Bon Jovi. Don't see Bon Jovi. They're uh don't see Bon Jovi. <laughs> I'm sorry, well, John. I, Your voice unfortunately, is gone, buddy. Unfortunately, too, McCartney's charging like a house mortgage. To, oh, yeah. Uh, we were going to try to go to SoFi Stadium. And it's like, what, $200 a ticket? For the it's cheap seats. really high. Yeah, it's really high. And for a stadium tour, too. 
what the I, I'm just gonna say, McCartney, you have you're freaking have more money than God. The fuck are you right. ripping off your fans for, man? The fuck, yeah, dude? I'm a, I'm disappointed in that. Even even Ralph Vieira, who's never missed McCartney's missing this because his prices are too damn fucking high. Yeah, it's kind of with, disgusting. With really. gas prices and food prices, you want us to pay two hundred dollars for your ticket? You know, I thought I'd never say this. Fuck you, Paul McCartney. Fuck you. <laughs> you got money. Fucking give us some cheap seats, bitch. Exactly. Exactly. Like you don't need money. Your family's all rich. Your daughter fucking is a fucking major fucking designer. All your kids have great jobs. It's not like you need to support them when you die. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Was it that one-legged bitch you had to pay fucking uh, alimony to that fucking made you broke? <laughs> Remember that? Oh, he's one? far from broke. He's far from broke, dude. The guy has more money than God. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, he, he owns the rights like West Side Story, you know, the music. He owns like all these different pieces of music. He's set for life. His kids are grandkids. So yeah, he could have came down on the prices a little bit. I would I, say I don't fucking get that shit, man. I'll go see Ringo Starr's All Star Band just the. Because Joe Walsh is in there. <laughs> yeah. Fucking even the Eagles aren't that expensive, man. Come on, man. Fucking Paul. What the it's gotta fuck? be the highest. It's gotta be the highest I've heard. And it's especially because it's a stadium tour. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean Yeah, the chili peppers I, are doing a stadium tour and it wasn't that expensive. Hey, yeah. but uh I'll also I didn't write this down, but man, I'm fucking Steven Tyler getting addicted to painkillers after his surgery fucked my show up in Vegas. Not going to get to see, uh, you know what? I, I, I want him to get better. I love you, Steven. I'm not, I'm just bitching because I was wanting to see you guys. I haven't seen you guys since the nineties. And now I don't get to see that July 2nd show because painkillers who the fuck gave an addict painkillers. Mm. What doctor needs to get socked? Yeah. They Who knows? Don't, don't they give addicts like like lesser painkillers or they inject them with cortisone or something? What do they do with them? Don't they give I them something know. that's non-addictive? Uh you would think, but maybe it's a doctor who had no clue about music, anything about him. I don't know. Well, fucking, they should have his medical crazy. history. The fucker guy's a fucking total toxic twin, man. The yeah. fuck, man? What the fuck you fucking, you trying to kill him? What the fuck you doing, doctors? Fuck yeah, you. Was... Fuck you. Everybody likes it when I flip people off, so fuck. <laughs> <laughs> filled up one today, so. Huh? Yeah, that's bad news, man. I mean, when, uh, ironically, when uh, with the McCartney thing, when I seen him, uh, Tyler played they came up did helter skelter with him but not the night that i was there Ah, uh, you got fucked, fucked. <laughs> yeah no doubt but you wouldn't i mean you wouldn't have known it when you bought the tickets it was a random one of those surprise visits and i was just like man i thought maybe joe would show up the night i was there no so oh well all right, all right man well before we get to all the metallica stuff we got metallica versus oh. Megadeth. we got metallica the bob rock route years and we got metallica the lou reed album but let's get to uh def leppard's new songs what do you think about it i didn't even make it past the first verse 
God, those guitar riffs are like amazing it. in there, dude. No, I did not care for it at all. I Def Leppard was not the same after Pyromania. I know I'm gonna, but I'm gonna say no. Listen, listen, I'm gonna say I had hysteria. I think I was about 13 when when it was out, and I did listen to it fairly extensively. It wasn't like I just never listened to it, but even then, I knew something wasn't right. I listened to it. I listened to it. I listened to it. I still just prefer Pyromania back and this song i've heard though the motha hoople compared i'm not a huge motha hoople fan well that makes personally. sense i am so <laughs> i thought it's just not my style music England but i give rocks, kudos for trying rocks t-rex bang a gong get it on that's what they're sounding like they're sounding like t-rex even chris sinzak was saying that on the new decibel geek episode man with him and Aaron Camaro, man, check them out. They did new noise yeah. last week, this week, but fucking, he said that he got shit because he said this is like T Rex, and I, I even put the video up today and I said, Chris Sinzak, I agree with you because I've been saying this for years. They are going, Joe Elliott and the band is going through their, they want to sound like T Rex, Mott the Hoople, and I'm fine with that because I like both those bands. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it didn't it didn't do anything for me but i'm sure you probably might have liked it for some oh reason. i love i've loved all three songs i've released from this album so far man i w- wish yeah. i would have watched jimmy kimmel as dude you don't hear those little guitar riffs they're putting in those tasty guitar riffs they're putting in those, those songs they're like if i can they're doing the wah-wah thing and everything man just no i didn't hear it because i didn't like it and i turned it off i tried i tried I'm just, I'm, like I said, Pyromania. I hey. love Pyromania. That's probably one of the best albums of the 80s, I think. And uh, I just loved it. Well, and at, after least, Hysteria, at, least, at least you got the Pyromania like Dr. Fuck and Ian Wadley did. Hysteria, they tuned out. But uh, this, a lot of people said, I ended with High and Dry. Fucking Pete Willis wasn't in the band. They fucking sucked. Oh, wait, they need a two, they need a two, they need a two arm drummer. That's when they started sucking when they went to one arm. <laughs> and I go, you know what? I'm going to say fuck you guys, but it's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's your opinion. You can have your opinion. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't piss me off. I just want to say fuck you for comedy reasons. Um, <laughs> However, I seen I seen them with Kiss in 2014, and I thought they were really good in concert, though. I saw them with Journey so, like three or four years ago, dude, and Joe still has it. And people yeah. are saying, oh, he's using tapes. How is he using tapes when his voice strains a little? You can hear this voice strain. It's not perfect at all. And the thing yeah. is, when you see them sing background vocals, Vivian Campbell, all the members go up to the mics yeah. and they sing. You know why Vivian Campbell got the job in fucking Def Leppard? Not for his guitar playing. They wanted to hear him sing harmony. <laughs> yeah, I, I was impressed. I mean, I wasn't wasn't the greatest concert I ever seen, but it was it was a lot better than I expected. So. I'm telling you, one of the greatest concerts I ever seen was Def Leppard Hysteria in 1987 with Tesla on the Mechanical Resonance album opening. In the in round, the round huh? in yeah. the round at the LA Sports Arena, that was fucking amazing. It's like they were sitting there talking about what a shotgun can do to you, 
and it's like the light the lasers are just flashing up and down the stadium with the curtain around the round thing and all of a sudden you hear i said a welcome to my show it's just you and me babe we have the whole damn night to go and as soon as you hear the boom and the drums come in and that's on the curtains drop the house lights go up they're out there on stage kicking ass dude that was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, it's just amazing the way these guys could still play. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, it, if they play their older stuff, I'm with it. I'm good. Dude, they mix I'm, it I'm up, dude. I'm definitely with it. They mix it up. They Switch even came, 625 ruled live. They always play that. that that's an honor. That's an honor of uh, Steve Clark, man. They always yeah, play his song, man. All right, man. And then... um. Before we get, to, I, I, what do you think about Bruce Dickinson making a new solo album? Not that much, really. Not really. You didn't like any of his solo albums. You didn't like Tattoo no. Millionaire, no. uh, Accident of Birth. Um, I see your shirt, Maiden, baby. I, I'm, I like Steve Harris, and I like to listen to him a little bit, but I'm more about Priest. And Iron Maiden's not really a super good. I like the original singer. Paul. Oh my God! You guys are the original singer. Um, I don't know. I just did you see Steve Harris really... go and see the original singer and say hi to him? <laughs> the original guitar yeah. player? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, they. He went and saw. Uh, what is it? Paul Diano under the he weather. Saw, right. him, who's yeah. the original guitar player? He was there too with him. That dude looks fucking old. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just not a mega, mega Maiden fan to begin with. And I, I don't understand about Bruce Dickinson. I'm not that big of a... I'm, I'm thinking you're excited about this album. What I'm going to check oh, it out. Yeah. I, I, like recommend all the Bruce, it. I like all the Bruce Dickinson solo albums. Uh, Chris Sinzak and Eric Camaro were talking about they're kind of excited about it because they liked his mm. solo albums better than the Maiden albums. <laughs> so... Um, I look into it. I will. See? You right. have an open mind in this world. Let's Don't get hurt. To, let's get to something that I thought was really cool and weird at the same time. It's they're making a slasher movie with Winnie the Pooh and Piglet called Blood and Honey. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, where Christopher Christopher Robin leaves them and they go feral and start killing people. <laughs> That sounds amazing, man. I don't, somebody said that's not cool. I said, that's amazing. Fucking watch Poo fucking eat some honey and fucking slash people. Come on, man. And he's driving I don't a car like the picture of it. Yeah, uh, I don't like the picture of the poo. He looks really freaky. Dude, they're demonic. The, it's the like, photo. Yeah, it doesn't look cool at all. I'm, no. see, I'm an opposite. I always think of little kids when I think of Winnie the Pooh. But they they made the banana splits into like psycho murderers in a movie too. So what is what is this thing? We're gonna have killer Smurfs come next. That'd be awesome. Something like that. I'll probably look Scooby Doo, man. Scooby Scooby Doo should be a slasher, man. It's, and the fucking people are chasing them. <laughs> you know, trying to figure yeah. out who committed the murders. And it's the Scooby Doo gang, man. <laughs> Captain Caveman really boinking Captain people. Slasher man. The... <laughs> Captain Slasher Man. It's an interesting premise, but like I said, I, I wasn't that aware of it. I saw somewhere where, yeah, they made the banana splits and they're like, psycho killers in a movie so uh, 
I guess it's a new thing. Psycho Spin killer. this around and make them killers. Bum, 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 I'll probably bum, check bum, it out, bum, bum, though, bum. just for the hell of run, it. Run, 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 run away. Thankfully, I, I, thankfully, I don't have any small children anymore, so I won't feel bad about it. <laughs> well, dude, you don't take, well, I was going to say, you don't take small children to a horror movie? No. Or a Cheech and Chong movie? Guess what? My mom took me to those movies, dude, in the 70s. I watched Cheech and Chong up in smoke in the drive-in. I think that's why I'm a huge... That's cool. I remember she took me to this movie with George Kennedy called Death Ship, the original Death Ship with George Kennedy. You know George Kennedy, right? Yeah. The dude was in like Airport 77 and shit like that. Naked Gun. Yeah, Naked Gun. Fucking I love those movies. But (laughs) that movie scared me living fuck out of me dude I, I don't know if you if you ever like got really scared went and slept with your mom in her bed because you didn't you didn't want to be alone did you ever do that mm-hmm. yeah i think we all did okay well Once that night after that movie dude i went and slept with my mom and not slept with her slept next right to her, just to make sure right. to get clarify this because you motherfuckers out there are idiots uh <laughs> so i i got in there and then the next morning i'm getting up re- getting ready for school it was raining that night i go in my bedroom there's a freaking the roof caved in on my bed and there was a big wood plank right in the middle of my bed stabbing it damn i was saved by being scared from a fucking horror movie that's why i love horror movies <laughs> There you go. If yeah, I didn't see that, that was... movie and went to sleep, I would have been dead. I wouldn't have been fucking fuck you guys right now, you know. <laughs> that's that's crazy. It is, man. The whole roof wasn't. My grandpa never took care of that house, though, man. It went to shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I love my grandpa, yeah. man. He was great, but he he was a cheapskate. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let's get into the the real reason we're here. The Metallica episode. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with the, let's end with Megadeth versus Metallica. Let's start with Metallica, the Bob Rock years. Okay. Give me your opinion on that shit. I'm not saying it's shit, but give me an opinion on it. Right. Um, First of all, I'm just going to put it out there for the world. They may not be aware. If anybody is aware of me, they think maybe Oasis or Beatles or GNR. I'm a major Metallica nut swinger. Major, 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 major. They're the top of the food chain on the thrash world for me. And I think this is probably going to be very unpopular, but Bob Rock was one of, probably the best producer they ever had. And I think he was giving way too much shit for the work that he did with that band. And if you really, to me, it always looked like he was way more collaborative with them and and less dictating than he was. People were made to believe that he dictated everything. I don't think Metallica did anything but what they wanted to do. And man, even if you hate those, I don't, load rules, absolutely rules. I probably like it better than the Black Album. Which the Black Album fucking rules. Reload, I'm a little, yeah, it's a little bit not as good as Load. But man, they sounded fantastic. I thought 
he was great for that band to tell you the truth person well for one thing there's no way bob rock had control of them because they fucking fucked jason newstead on just injustice for all telling them what they wanted so you know lars and fucking you know that they were you know Lars and fucking James are the controller of that band. Fucking Kurt Kamet says, "Go away, new guy. Your name ain't Dave Mustaine." <laughs> just yeah. But uh, Lars, they they control that band. And the thing is, I get Bob Rock out of the four albums he produced with Metallica a three out of four because the fourth album was fucking sucked. I hate yeah, Saint Anger is complete trash, totally. But again, it's documented on some kind of monster. Yeah. This is what the band wanted to do. He just and he even played. No, 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 no. Like I said, Kirk Hammett said, "Fuck you guys, I want to do solos." Did he have solos on that album? No. Okay, so who was in control? Lars and James. That, yeah, that album is complete garbage. I agree there. And uh, but the good ones, the really good ones, even the uh, newer tracks for Garage Inc. You know the new covers that they put on it sound phenomenal. He oh. made Motley Crue sound good for Christ's sake. So you That's, like Doctor Feelgood? I like the singles except for Without You. Uh, what is the rest that? of the album is trash? But this, you know, the singles are good. Well, uh, fucking Bushy's gonna fuck you up over that because he likes without. Maybe. He hates without you, but he likes. Time I hate for, without you. Oh uh, no! Oh, he, he likes time for change. He likes time oh, for change. Oh no! He likes time for no. change, dude. I know, oh, dude. God. I was sitting there going, <laughs> "What the fuck? Without you is way better than time for change." Yeah, <laughs> I going, probably would. So if you guys don't know who we're talking about, would be great compared to that. Dude, I love Dr. Feelgood and Metal Mike. I'm talking about Metal Mike Tyler from ThatMetalStation.com, Nate Atchison, Big Bushy from ThatMetalStation.com also. They do a podcast together called The Plug, Music and More, and they did an episode of Top 10 Glam Albums, and he was talking about Dr. Feelgood. And I'm going, what? You like time for change better than without you? <laughs> Fuck you, Bushy. I fucking love you. Teacher. Teacher. You, know, you know, if I was gay, I'd fuck, I'd fuck Bushy. I'm just saying. Oh. If I was gay. But I'm not gay, so yeah. I'm not fucking him. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you think about titties. the Bob Rock besides St. Anger? What did you think the Black Album? Really? I love the fucking Black Album, dude. I love load and reload. Don't don't you think that sometimes people are just posing like to be hating on Metallica when they say the Black Album sucks? I've said because that. it certainly said, does not suck. I think people go with the in crowd. You know, they 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 want to go with Doctor Fuck or Ian Wadley. They want to be cool to them. I, you know what? I don't know. I don't want to say this because I don't want to get hate. You know, I'm all right. about peace and love and fucking a girl with big boobs like my wife <laughs> but i'm just saying i don't know i i just think it's fucking they go with the in crowd i, I was telling somebody today i was going people dr fuck even said this he's in that they are in the minority of hating sammy hagar they are in the minority of hating him and a majority like sammy hagar with van halen 
and like Sammy Hager solo. But the thing is, in my groups and the friends I have, I'm in the minority of liking Sammy Hagar, and the majority of my friends hate Sammy Hagar. It's like I I picked the Sammy haters, except Nate. That's why I would fuck you because you like Sammy. Well, <laughs> he's probably not even watching this. I don't think he watches this shit. You fucking bitch. Why don't you watch I mean, this? Grant, Tell me if you're watching this, asshole. All right, go ahead. Granted, the Black Album, you know, it, yeah, it was a total change for Metallica at the time. But it sold, you know, like last last time I was on your show, we were talking about U2, and I was kind of complaining because, yeah, they sell a lot, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but Metallica sold how many copies of this Black Album? Gazillions. I mean, it, it's... It was mega. It was probably said Newstead doesn't have to work a day in his life now. He could just do whatever he wants. And yeah, it was slowed down. And yeah, it wasn't injustice with like 17 minute songs just going over whatever, you know, which I love injustice, by the way. But I do too. Hey guys, if you guys want to buy me the black album box set, I'm just putting it out there. You could do it and I'll review it for you. <laughs> there you go. But I mean, it's just as hard, in my opinion, as anything else Metallica did. It just happened to be a little bit slower and then a little more to the it was basics. A hard, but it was a hard rock metal album. It wasn't thrash. Yeah. It wasn't thrash. No, no, it wasn't. But it was just so fucking good. Man, it's so good. It was sonically amazing. You put that shit in the car, that thing blows up and people are looking at you like, what are you playing? It's <laughs> fucking people always bag on Lars's drumming. I think he's he's a comparable drummer. He's he's in the pocket. He's good. Dude, who else fucking stands up and plays drums and comes out to the audience and go, ah, and then runs back to his drum set to play his drums? That guy's well, a, that guy's like a front man playing drums. And he's got a different technique too because he he plays a lot of his drum parts following Hetfield on the rhythm guitar. Yeah. So it's a little different style from what typical drummers do. Do I, I think he's the greatest? No, no but I, I Charlie Benetti. Charlie Benetti and Dave Lombardo are tied for the best thrash drummers. But I okay, hate but, Slayer, but I love Dave Lombardo. Yeah, but Lars is not as he's better than me, but he should be. He's a professional. But he I love what he brings to that band the sound wise. I don't know why people criticize him all the time either, to be honest with you. I don't fucking know, but did you hear James Hatfield, dude? He was on stage saying that he's going through some mental problems and the guys gave him a hug in the band. He was talking to, because fucking COVID, dude, just fucked people up. You know, he's like saying, I'm not the greatest. I'm not here, but my guys in the band love me and they gave me a hug. You know, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's fucking cool of him to come out with that. You know, well, they played, the, they did play the national anthem. Not too long ago. Yeah. Well, they're a we San don't, we, Francisco we, band. We don't talk San Francisco Giants. You can't Giants. talk about them, huh? No, well. no, 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 no. Fuck the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> and fuck you, Jock Peterson, you fucking traitor. Fucking hits three home runs in one game. Dude, you don't, I'm a Dodger fan. Dodgers, Dodgers, fuck the Giants. <laughs> they are my them and the Celtics are my most hated teams of all time. Fuck the Celtics. Fucking come on, fucking Heat. Fuck them up. How'd you give get let them give a 3-2 lead on you? Fuck. 
Fucking, I, I'm, I I, I'm telling you right now, I'm going for the Warriors. The Warriors and Celtics get into the finals. Oh, the Warriors will win it. Well, fucking, they just got beat the other day by Mavericks. Ah, uh, yeah, one game. We're gonna win it all. All right, so we went through the boss. What's the next Metallica? Yeah. Then we got the Metallica Lou Reed album, Lulu. What did you think of that one? I did not like it, but I will say this much. I remember I read something by the critics, so I'm not fucking care what critics say, but a critic out there wrote, this will forever tarnish Metallica's legacy. Get the fuck out of here. Now, this is where it goes back again to the U2 thing. I'll compare them to U2. And I will give U2 props here. Metallica is a legacy act. They can put out nursery rhymes. And now I'm in nursery rhymes next week. It won't matter. They go on tour. They're going to sell out. It was terrible, though. Lulu was horrible. Really bad. But it, it wasn't as bad as St. Anger to me for some reason. Okay. Okay. I like Lulu. <clears throat> I don't care for the Velvet Underground. I like Lou Reed a little bit better solo with Transformer. Okay. The background music of Lulu was fucking thrash as fuck. Listen to Junior Dad. It's 19 minutes, over 19 minutes. I think everybody needs to go back and listen to that album and just listen to the background music and listen to James doing vocals with Lou. It was, I think it was good. I think it's underrated. I don't think it's that bad. Me and Lee will do a review of that album. I'm biding my time for that one. But uh, on a Freeform Rock podcast. But I liked it. Yeah, I won't I won't argue it. It just wasn't for me, but again, when it, at the point it came, I like Death Magnetic. And Death I, a Magnetic lot of people hate and it. I love Death Magnetic. I love the EP they put out Beyond Magnetic, which was the leftover songs like Hate Train. Fucking yeah. that shit rules and freaking up hardwired to self-destruct. Oh, that's really good. Really, really, really God. good. Fucking awesome. Dude, come but on. They rule, dude. I don't understand why people hate Death Magnetic. Really, I didn't think it was... You know why? Because make it, it, seem like. it was Rick Rubin just sitting there fucking jacking off Why they're... Oh, that sounds like old Metallica. Let's go. But, um... Look at Rick like Rubin. It. Rick, what happened to Rick Rubin? The guy got I don't amazing. know. Yeah, he did. That's he produced some of the greatest albums like Tom Petty, Red Hot Chili Peppers... All genres. Beastie Bo- Boys. Yeah, Beastie yeah, Boys. Yeah, hip-hop. Johnny Cash. What happened to him, dude? He just, like, sits in the couch. He lost all that weight. Why is he so lazy? I don't know. That McCartney special was good. He did. Oh, yeah, that was great. 321 McCartney. Excellent. Yeah, it was, was excellent. excellent, dude. dude. But I don't know. He lost Rick Rubin, touch, get back. Stop brickwalling albums, too. You brickwall Death Magnetic, you motherfucker. That, that's my biggest complaint with Death Magnetic. Not the songs, but yeah, that it was too loud. It's fucking brickwall, dude. It's like there's no fucking, there's no fucking separation of anything. Everybody's like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. I, I don't, love that I don't album, but I listen to it at a lower volume because if I listen to the higher volume, it all distorts. Yeah. But hate the fucking Beyond Magnetic is not brick wall. That um, that EP rules. Hate train. There was, 
There was also a cut of it from Rock Band, I think, or one of the video games. Yeah, that was that good. Wasn't that, that wasn't brick walled. Yeah, I yeah. need to get that version. I have the album. I bought it a day before it came out because Costco fucked up and put it out. Now Costco doesn't even sell CDs, motherfuckers. But uh, <laughs> people are yeah. going, "How did you get that? It comes out tomorrow." I don't know. I was in Costco and it was right there, and I said, "Fuck yeah, I'm buying Death Magnetic." I fucking buy all Metallica albums, man. I don't, I fucking got a lot of Metallica and vinyl. I got a lot of Metallica and CD. I love fucking Metallica. They I need. They were playing Vegas a couple months ago, man. I was fucking so bummed I didn't go at the freaking. Right. Oh yeah, I would have went. I would have went. Too. I would have went to that one. Yeah, I'm still bummed. I want to see Alice Cooper and freaking uh, Ace Frehley in, in October, a day before my birthday. I don't know. I hope my wife surprises me and gives gets me those tickets. <laughs> that'd be cool, yeah. I've seen uh, Ace, cool, dude. Yeah. I've never seen Alice. And I love Nita Strauss. She's fucking hot. That's for you, Jerry. Jerry, I miss you. <laughs> I was going to print a picture of Jerry and just put it on the side of me saying, Jerry's here in spirit. Jerry, you're here in spirit. I don't even think that motherfucker is watching these shows that he's not on. Fucker. <laughs> Fuck you, Jerry. Fucking watch this. If you see this, tell me you watched it. There. I like putting little things in the podcast in this show to see people give me comments. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, I test yeah. you fuckers. And you better not. Easter Jerry, if you fail, I'm going to fuck you up, bitch. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, we're done with that. Now we're going to get to the like, big thing of the show. Metallica right. versus Megadeth. You go first. Metallica, 100%. Uh, one of the worst parts is some kind of monster. It wasn't really how Metallica looked. It was Dave Mustaine crying about how he was kicked out of Metallica. Did they not? Tell me uh, Countdown to Extinction was not a direct response to the Black Album. It was. Absolutely changing styles and everything. It was. It was. But Megadeth, in my opinion, always tried to follow behind what metallica was doing um they're great what did did rest in peace follow though what did rest in peace follow that was just an amazing album that was good too i can't really recall megadeth's a great group so before anybody says oh megadeth rules i ain't got nothing against megadeth but again metallica metallica man it's just the name i mean they they can sell out stadiums everywhere on their own again that's a key thing they're up there with all the legends you too you're you too mccartney the rolling stones allegedly guns and roses even right see if they keep it up right it doesn't matter what they put out at this point they're a legacy act megadeth cannot sustain that on their own I almost think Metallica is above the label of Thrash at this point. They're just Metallica. But I will take Metallica all day. My the cool thing about Metallica is they bring everybody to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They paid for their tables to bring everybody yeah. who helped them during their career. Even the little fucking peon. They brought him. You know, it's like they fucking yeah. don't forget. They are a gracious band, man. I don't well, see, just like I don't see like Dave they... Mustaine being a gracious guy. He's an asshole. He's supposed to be. 
he's supposed to be a born again Christian. I don't see it from him, man. He, it's a, I do think he's probably a better like lead guitar player or whatever. He, he kind of does both, but than Hammett in a way, but Hetfield's a great, he's one of the greatest rhythm players ever, period. I, Cliff, God, you know, God rest his soul. One of the greatest bass players ever, easily. They got a great bass but, player replacing him right now. Oh, and he's great. And and that was another cool part of some kind of monster. You, you, I wish Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley would have seen that. They just brought him into the band. One employee. You're Gave in him the 100%, band. 100%. Here you go. Quarter of the band. Quarter, quarter, That's quarter. That's how you quarter. do it. That's so cool, man. They're They're just... I think they everybody got caught up in the whole Napster bullshit and everything, and hey, being upset Lars was that they right. cut their hair. Lars was right, right, and them cutting their hair and all and whatever. But man, I, like I said, it's, if it's me, I'm taking Metallica all day against any of the other thrash bands. So, but Megadeth is a good band, a really great band. Megadeth I mean, is a great them. band. Their fucking Saint Anger is Risk. Yes, yeah, Risk. <laughs> so they're great besides Risk, but it's like the same thing as Metallica. I mean, Saint Anger was uh, really bad, but, but whatever. But when they play the songs from Saint Anger live, they add solos and the snare is not the trash can drums are not there. I've been saying this for years. Get Trujillo, get that album, redo it, add solos with Trujillo on bass, and an album be fucking one of the best albums they ever made. Because the lyrics, the songs are hard as fuck. It's just when you hear the trash can drums, it's just like, it just turns you off. Even if they didn't put solos in there, if they would have turned that snare off by Lars... The album would have been good. The snare yeah. just takes yeah. that album away from me. It's like, I did a video. Did you see me hitting a sink with a metal pan? This is fucking Thane <laughs> Anger right here. Fucking, fucking dude. Fucking fix that fucking album. It rules if you fucking get rid of the drums. Fuck. So what is your favorite Metallica album? It's got to be Master of Puppets. I agree. Yeah, see. Master's mine. I've met a lot of people that love Ride the Lightning. Too. Oh, I love Ride the Lightning. I love, I, the Cooch. I, I love the, the first four. You just can't. You just yeah. Can't. You just can't. I, I The one that brought me to the There's dance. No wrong answer. Justice for All. But in the production on Injustice for All is not that great. But I love Injustice for All. Period. Hey, you don't but, blame the producers on that. You blame Lars. Because yeah, the producers want to quit. They want to quit. Master of Puppets is, is like a work of art to me. Orion, it's so dude. great. Orion. Oh, it's killer. Yeah, it's killer. And it's Absolutely. Dude. It just fucking sucks that Cliff died on that bus. And it, I, I hated when they said it should have been Lars. You know. Well, yeah, it shouldn't have been anybody. Shouldn't have been anybody, man. Right. And it sucks. They fucking died on black ice. Yeah, it's, yeah, it sucks, man. Z was so talented. 
And then, of course, people will say, ah, they wouldn't have done the Black Album. I don't know, because what was, what was the difference was they made the one video, and they, I guarantee you they saw a huge uptick in album sales. Yeah. And at that point, they were like, hmm, I like that feeling. And that was why the Black Album <laughs> came to be. But like I said, I, I, I loved the Black Album. I was a farm kid. We didn't know about all the cool... They didn't play Ride the Lightning on the radio where I lived, and they sure as hell weren't on MTV. So when that one video came out, that's what hooked me and hooked a lot. You'd be surprised how many people, really. It's and like that was when, over. When I it have, was over then. When I have Eddie Conestracci on my podcast, I need some more booze. Hold on one second. Let me pour some more booze. And Evan Williams, man. This is better than fucking Jack Daniels, man. I, I'm telling you, Jack Daniels is overpriced and overrated. This is so fucking smooth. Jack Daniels fucking ah, jokes the fuck out of you, dude. This shit, I could drink like water. Jack Daniels, I'm like taking my time. But fucking A, dude. I'm just saying, I can clip Burton rules. The fucking band, Robert Trio rules. Jason Newstead was a great motherfucker. They fucked him under, dude. They fucked Jason under. They treated him like shit. You know, that guy yeah. was in Flotsam and Jetsam. He was great. Yeah. He the was dude, a damn, he was a great bass player, but you follow him Cliff, too. That was tough shoes. And if, yeah, that Injustice for All still is bullshit. That's another thing that could be re recorded because there's no bass. Dude, they re-released album. it. They re-released it remastered, and they didn't fucking put the bass. Right. I thought they were going to raise the bass up. No, fucking, we need... Did you see the YouTube videos in Justice for Jason where somebody put bass in it? Like, pumped the bass up? No, I'll check into that. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I didn't. I heard it wasn't even recorded, is what I heard. I was heard they, they screwed them over completely. It was recorded. But... They just... Lars kept saying, can you turn that down? Can you make the drums louder? Turn it down, turn it down, turn it down, turn it down. And the drums are like this. But that album has a lot of fucking bass in it, though. <laughs> you think about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. fuck. I, well, love it just, I still oh. love that album, though. Yeah, I mean, all, all the way to, to me, all the way to Load, I love all of them. Reload, I'm a little bit, yeah. I love Devil's Dance, though. Devil's Dance, rules. Fuel. Yeah, yeah, it's Ooh. great. Uh, memory remains. Memory remains. I love it. I don't nah, care. Nah, 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 nah. Rules. Nah. Fucking rules. And dude. then even on the uh, orchestra shit. Oh, uh, no S&M? Was it? No, the Clover. No Leaf Clover? Yeah, yeah I like oh, that. Oh, that song rules, man. So I need to get I don't that on CD again, man. Why anybody dislikes Metallica in, in their right mind at all. At this all, is what, this is what I always say. People grew up with the. Well, I got into Metallica just before Injustice for All came out. My friend said, "You don't know Metallica." I go, "No." He said, "Well, you got to take me to my friend Dickie's house. My friend Scott Travato from In and Out Burger, which Eddie Conestracci always says, man, you got you got your cherry fucking blown it fucking In and Out.' Go, yeah, that's where people showed me music because I didn't have any brothers, I didn't have any sisters." I had yeah. a next door neighbor got me in the Night Ranger and Pink Floyd and Rush, but the metal, I got in Dawkins by myself and Van Halen by myself. But the the thrash I got in from In and Out, 
Exodus, Suicidal Tendencies, Metallica. It was from In and Out Burger. He took me to. He didn't have a CD player, so he had to, his friend Dickie had the CD. So he gave me the CD and at Kill 'Em All. It had um, like an Am I Evil extra track, Am I Evil, and the other one that they put on mm-hmm. Garage Days later. And I fucking just like whoa, fucking! I heard what's the fucking hit the lights? The first song that hit the lights, the lights. Yeah, I was fucking whoa! My my mind was like. <laughs> fucking blown and then justice for all came out and i bought that and then i bought the black album i've been a metallica fan ever since fucking from 87 fucking love it dude yeah no they they rule man i don't care what anybody out there anybody would hate them i don't get it and go listen go listen to opera or something because you don't know metal you don't know Metallica. Fuck not opera, dude. I don't want to listen to Bob <laughs> I don't want to listen to fuck. I don't want to listen to Three Chinners unless it's Jeff listen T- to Jeff T- Bad T- Bunny. Go what check the out fuck some is bad this bunny. Bad Bunny shit that people like? Is it electronic? I don't shit? know. I don't even know what the hell it is. I don't want to know what it is. Bad Bunny. Fuck you, Bad Bunny. You suck. <laughs> I don't even know what you. But I got this. I got the Batman in 4K. <laughs> there you go. And hey, dude, you know what I was listening to today? I just bought the CD coming tomorrow, but I listened on Amazon. It's the new Hailstorm album, dude. Oh, really? Dude, that album is fucking malicious and fucking hard as fuck. Because I heard the decibel geek. I'm just promoting Chris Zack up the ass. Dude, can I suck your there dick, you Chris? Because I'm just promoting your shit, Aaron Cometo, because you guys are talking about the Hailstorm album today. The album's called Back from the Dead. Look at the cover, dude. Yeah. Lizzie Hale's like the new Pat Benatar. She's a hell of a, she's a great singer. I had their first album, dude. Phenomenal. And then I just like, I heard their covers of Judas Priest and shit like that. And I love them. I need. They did a really cool, they did a really cool cover of I Want You, She's So Heavy. Dude. Um, uh, they did one of your heart songs, yeah, one, but not not one of the later ones. Though it was uh, alone, I want right? To make love to you, yeah. I just knows all this I want to do is make love to you. Down, huh? Yeah, for the Nola, for the show. Dude. Like, and I just got some. Oh well, up. today, uh, today's a big day for me. Pretty reckless. Liam Gallagher, come on, you know, drops today, dude. I finally. got you know what you post those videos so much. I like Oasis. I'm an asshole, dude. I didn't listen to any of those videos you posted. <laughs> and the thing is, good. the thing is, I saw him open for the Who, and he was amazing. So yeah. I need to listen to some more Liam Gallagher. I need to listen to some Noel Gallagher. The Flying Birds album. Everybody talks about that Flying Birds album. I Fantastic. Need to I need to check that Fantastic. out. I'm I'm a lagger, dude. I, I just get the Black Crows and fucking yeah. <laughs> shit like that. I'd recommend, if I was going to recommend it, check out Noel's first solo album. And Dude, I had Oasis when they first came out. I had all their albums back in the day in the 90s. I loved Oasis. And then I just got out of them, and so I stopped listening uh-huh. to them. I don't know why I'm strangely just into them, but I am. I, I know it's strange, because it's they didn't really last forever, but 
Dude, Man, when you, when you gonna, get they're it, they're gonna get back together because the money's gonna be there. To me, they're a band. When you get it, you get it. Man, the Black Crows got like back together. Rich, Rich, and fucking Robinson. Rich. That's Rich. the tour I would have loved to see. The Black Crows and Oasis together, which they did one, and well, that dude, was been. I, cool. I saw, I saw them this year, and guess what? I'm seeing them tomorrow for free. The Black oh Crows. yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Lucky ass. My wife got comp tickets. She ain't going. It's my me and my friend. is a huge Iron Maiden fan. We're going tomorrow. Yeah. But, uh, Man, uh, Charles, man, I want to thank you, man. You're fucking awesome, dude. Well, thank you, dude. And I'm going to tell you, fuck you. I'm just saying. I'm just joking. <laughs> I love you, dude. You know, you're you're a good head. I told people to put you in that chat group. I said, where's Charles Trainer? Charles Trainer needs to be in this fucking group. They added you to that chat group. You're fucking always get in there, dude. I fucking love it. But sometimes you and Mark fucking just go so fast. I can't fucking keep up with you guys. <laughs> I'm at work trying yeah. to watch all the things you and Mark are talking about. Mark Daly rules too, man. Mark Daly, if you're watching this, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, you know what? It fucking rules. He likes it when I say it fucking rules. But uh, thank you, man. But we need you guys to fucking promote the Mark and Jerry BS sessions. We need more downloads. We need more uploads. We need more subscribers, bitches. Subscribe. There's a button right down there. You can hit it and subscribe, man. Subscribe to us. Jerry will be back next week. That motherfucker's on vacation with his wife, which is fucking cool. He needs a fucking get out of his head space, man. I fucking love you, Jerry. I hope you're watching this. If you're watching, let me fucking know! Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you watch me when I'm, you're not here. All right, man. Charles, man, you fucking rule. I got a nice, fucking man. podcast coming on Saturday with the great Chris Senzak on the Freeform Rock podcast. We're doing fucking uh, Alice Cooper Flush the Fashion. You will hear my opinions right. on Saturday because that will be an extra episode this week. So, uh, like the Kiss Alive. Did you listen to Kiss Alive episode with uh, Paul LaPlaca? Yeah. Dude, that guy yeah. has a lot of Kiss stories, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. He was on here also, dude. He has a great band cool. called October Thorns. Check them out, too. And fucking subscribe, bitches, and share! All right, fuck you guys for not subscribing. All right, man. <laughs> Get some sleep, bitch. I love you. All right. All right, this is the Mark and Jerry Bullshit Sessions of Shining Up, signing off. And fuck you, Jerry, I love you. All right, later. Bye. You can say bye. You can say, I'm waiting for bye you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Later. <laughs>